This is the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. It's all here. We're talking about the greatest sport of all, professional wrestling. Come on. And now, here's Nick and Keith. Yeah, buddy, baby. So get this, Keith. According to Cage Match, the internet wrestling database, these are the five top WWE matches ever. Now, Mm -hmm. you hear top five and you're like, okay, that makes sense. But top five matches ever in the history of the world wrestling entertainment. Uh, Let's let's discuss it. So for sure, you'll see it. We'll see it on the on the screen. But uh. It'll pop up, and you'll see the top five matches. Keith, let's start with number one. Uh, this is in order from one to five. I don't know. Does that really matter? Or is Let's see. According to Cage Match, the Internet Wrestling I, Database. Yeah, I would think so. What do you think? I would assume it's, I would assume yeah. it's like, ranked. Because yeah. that was, like, one of the – when you, when you like, sent this to me before here, it was, like, surprised me because, like, I, I tend to put, like, a decent amount of stock – in what cage match says because like cage match is yeah like you you or i could go on there now and pick a show from like 2008 and be like and it'll like affect the rankings from where that show sits and stuff and everything yeah um so it's like fan opinionated it's not just like Meltzer or someone else like needling their way in so like i tend to put a lot of stock in there but like this definitely had me raising eyebrows a little bit i don't know yeah so i would assume it is number one is the top voted and then down the line. Oh, really? I would just, I think that would be my yeah. guess. I don't know. I, I don't know how they, yeah, we'll look into They went it. about this here. <clears throat> well, then let's not do number one. Let's do number five. And then, Started five. Do, yeah, yeah, number five CM Punk versus John Cena. Yes, Money in the Bank 2011. Um, I feel like this should be on the list, but top five and greatest matches ever. Right. I just I don't think that is um I guess the the story was there. Yes. I think the story if it's going to be like top 5 stories of all time, I think Punk taking the title and leaving and that mm-hmm. whole everything with Vince and Cena and I don't have to go into it. We've all watched it. Um the match was not great. I don't think any Cena or Punk match was amazing, but maybe this list is, you know, it says WWE matches ever, so I would have to think it's the match itself, like in ring, and it wasn't amazing. But Keith, let's hear it. What do you got? Yeah, no, I'm 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 right there with you. Like that's I think this is kind of the one that like gave me the most like pause looking over yeah. the list because it's like I it's weird, and then we'll get into the rest of them to see why it's like more weird. But it's like this is a really great match, like you just said, because of like the story behind it, and I'm yeah. leaving the WWE with the championship, and he does, he wins, and he goes into the crowd and all that and everything. Yeah, and like Close but the I mean, and all that shit. Exactly, but I mean, like in terms of like you know the in ring action of just you know spoiler, it's not on this list, but like everybody talks about like Macho Man. Ricky Steamboat, WrestleMania 3, and the technicality and how great it was in ring and all this kind of stuff. And, like, yes, this compared to that, like, no, not really. Yeah. And, again, like, in ring compared to some of the other stuff we're going to talk about on here, like, I don't think it was really there with that. I do think it's amazing for the story. But, like, that's what I mean is, like, it's weird. It's like, well, this is a top-rated one, and it's totally something that, in my opinion, is way more story-based than, like, action-based. Whereas, yeah. like, later ones that are going higher are action-based. So it's like, well, which what are we working at here? Because yeah. if it's, 
like my top five would probably look not not maybe vastly different, but like my own personal top five, like from a story perspective and from like an in-ring perspective, we're going to be different to yeah. some extent. Sammy KO so like, like Sammy KO two, Sammy KO exactly, three. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, those those are but those spoiler those are on both no matter what. But then yeah. the other stuff. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I mean, in ring, it was just an okay match. Mm-hmm. Um, Storyline with the whole like I brought up blowing the kiss and waving and Vince's reaction and Vince's you know trying to stop and stop uh, Punk from leaving and then just I don't know just. A really, really good storyline. Match-wise, I mean, yeah. It, it was fine. Yeah, exactly. I think this is the one when Punk did the pile driver when, like, no one else was supposed to be doing them and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that was cool. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. Let's get to number number four. Now, this li- this one should be on the list. Absolutely. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. I'm glad this made the list. It's number four. Um, again, this is, this is what should be on the list. A, uh, a wrestling match. That is a wrestling match. That's not all about the story. Yes. The story was big. Yes. It was part of, you know, what this, what made this match, um, as great a, as it is. It was at WrestleMania that helps again, the storyline totally. that helps the bleeding, the drama that helps. But if you're just taking all that away and you got Brett and stone cold in the, in the ring going one-on-one, it was a good wrestling match. That's how you have to look at it in my opinion, but for sure cage match data or the internet, you know, it's on the internet. What the can people. you, you know, exactly. expect, but uh, yeah, talk to me. I mean, this is, I feel like this one, this one is something, this is one that like, this like blends them. I feel like, cause this one was very storyline. This is very, or not, not storyline, but like very story entrenched. Cause this was the double turn, you know, Stone Cold was like full blown heel up to this point. Bret Hart came in as the face. And then that we all come on. Everybody knows the, the, the shot of, it's bleeding from his stone cold, it's bleeding from his head, and the sharpshooter just screams exactly. and he passes out. And Brett won't let go because he's going heel. You know, Stone Cold has the baby face turned that way. But then still, I think everybody forgets like when Stone Cold goes to leave, the ref's like holding the ropes for him, and the fucking Stone Cold gives him a stunner anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, it's awesome. So like it was very storyline that way, but it's also just a really awesome match. And like I feel like there's so much that's forgotten about like just random stuff because this was like early in Stone Cold, like he wasn't feuding with Vince or anything like that. Like he wasn't, he was just about to become like, yeah, the god, oh, like the god of the 90s of wrestling. Yep. And like, <clears throat> but he wasn't there yet. So, like, this was a submission match. And it was like, well, yeah, submission, Bret Hart, sharpshooter, of course. Yeah. Like Stone Cold, like none of us think of Stone Cold with a submission, but his submission for it was the friggin' million dollar dream because he was still being attached to being the ringmaster with the million dollar man when he first came yeah. in and like that weird shit. Like, so there was a ton that just happened in this, like <clears throat> the double turn that being touched on with like million dollar man and all this kind of random shit. And then it just being a really good match and the yeah. blood the, the just, and again, like you can't have a match not be like in a top five that they use for like so many promotional things regarding Stone yeah. Cold. Like that Stone Cold gets brought up. That picture comes up at some point. Yeah, I mean, could this be the greatest match in WWE history? I mean, it's really, it could be. I mean, it's on the list here at number four. Yeah, I mean. It could be one or two. I mean, 
we'll get into like our thoughts on you know yeah. what should be number one once we get there. But I, this match almost didn't even happen too, you know. So putting that into the right. the mix and having that be a factor, it's like holy shit! Like this this match would have never happened. Like I don't know. Um, again, I'll go back to what I've said in the beginning. It's all about in ring for me when it comes to uh, rating a match. Um, right. We're not Dave Meltzer. We're not the wrestling database of all IWC, Cage slash UFC, whatever. But um, I agree. It should be on the list. Top five, 110%. Number yeah. four, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but three and one on this list, it's really interesting. Let's get to number three. It's Dragunov versus Walter. Takeover 36. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, this is a match. It's like a, a matinee. This is where you, you sit down. It's like a clinic and you watch yeah. it. This is the match you show your friends a long night after drinking, you know, mm-hmm. after you get back from four or five breweries, yeah. you go back to the apartment. <laughs> oh, wait, I've done this before. Yes. Yeah. And you show this exact <clears throat> match to your buddies and they're just like, holy shit. I mean, wow you know this is really cool i mean yeah. you know they're not wrestling fans but yeah. as a wrestling fan that's you know you always wanted to you know show your one, buddies like, yeah at first the first like couple of minutes they're just like dude again we're doing this and then yeah. like the more beers come out and as they're drinking they're just like oh my god he's like yeah. he's really beating up that little guy oh you sure god. this isn't is this real dude yeah 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 they're, yeah let's hear it now nah, i mean come on Walter matches are like KO and Sammy. I mean, I love I love the guy. He can do almost no wrong in my mind. Yeah. Um this was a great one. This is when Dragunov takes the title off him, breaks his huge. He had a yep. shit, what was it five hundred and no six hundred and some odd. I no, was so against five or, it too. Five or six hundred five or six hundred some odd day reign as yeah. the NXT UK champion. I was um, so granted, against it. The Ugh. pandemic helped a lot of that, but yeah, still yeah. um you know, big, big, like historical ramifications just for that kind of piece. Like at yeah. that point, that was like the longest title reign any of us had seen in God knows how long. Yeah. You know, um, that they would reference on TV at least because I think Punk did like 600 oh, or something yeah. for the WWE title, but they weren't talking about him at all because no, it was pariah then. So, like, yep. Um, yeah, just like a crazy match. This was a good one too, where like I had. Like, both of these guys were dudes that, like, I had heard about through, like, wrestling podcasts and nonsense, like, I would watch and listen to and stuff. And yeah. I had, by the time these, like, this match, like, came around, like, I had known, I knew Walter Gunther, like, well enough. And was, like, cool. And I had heard a bunch about Dragunov being, like, dude, he's, like, just like him. He's just kind of smaller. But I didn't really see anything. I never, I never watched. None of, I didn't. And nobody else fucking watched NXT UK. Yeah. So like I didn't really know, and I didn't really I you know I didn't do the, the research of his indie stuff online or anything. But like I watched this and just like oh my god, and became yeah. a huge fan. And I love the dragon. I was like so they're both still going honestly right now. Like I can't yeah. wait for Dragon to <clears throat> the main roster and to run it back again. And that was the whole thing too. Like this whole entire feud happened on the WWE Network where right. no one watched it. I mean, it was cool to say, yo, do you watch NXT UK? You know, it was like the, the little engine that could, and it could, and it did really well. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, but that that's it. That's where it's like, that's right. what made this 
something a little bit bigger because you knew about Walter's reign. You knew about the streak and you didn't really watch it, you know, unless you saw maybe clips that NXT showed that night of NXT, like a pre preview or recap, but going to the NXT main roster, I guess for, for UK guys, NXT takeover 36. And this Mm -hmm. was pretty much the match. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of any, any other matches on the card and it was just something special. But for this one, you kind of knew Walter was going to lose. I, I don't know. What did you think? Did yeah. you did you have any idea or did you just, you know, you're in it. You wanted to see what would happen. No, I, I'm with you. I thought, sorry, I'm trying to find the takeover 36 card because <laughs> I feel like it was a good one, but I want to say it anyway. Um, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I thought like, I figured yeah. it was going to happen because again, with like, at the time and not like knowing what we look at now with like title reigns and stuff like this was the longest thing we had seen for a while. And I was just like, yeah, ah, they're going to take it off them. Cause like, I feel like people are going to get bored with it. You know, they got to make some moves. NXT UK was dying at that point, like legitimately yeah. dying. Not like, you know, Oh, it's crap. Like it was just no, like there it's going, it's going away. Um, yeah. What year so, was like, this? 2021. Yeah. What else do we yeah. have on here? Yeah. Yeah. Joe and Cross, O'Reilly and Adam Cole, uh, Gonzalez yeah. and Dakota Kai. So it was kind of blah. I mean, when you have Cross main event, yeah, not no, that Cross, it's a bad thing at all. He's Cross, a great Cross Joe wasn't a good one. This is when Joe was go- or when uh, Cross was going downhill. The, Ky- the KO and uh, the Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole match was solid. The two did you say balls. KO? I did. <laughs> No, KOR, KOR, Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is on the list, and again, top yeah. five ever. I don't know, but this is on my top ten. I mean, yeah, maybe nah, no, it's in maybe there, top absolutely. fifteen, maybe top twenty. I would have it, it in my top ten probably, but yeah, top ten, yeah, because I don't think it was an amazing match. I think it was the best match on the card and um, it was good to see Dragunov win, but I, I don't know if it's a Walter match, you know, we'll get to that match. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's get to number, uh, number two. And we were both there for this yeah. takeover Philadelphia mm-hmm. Andrade going one-on-one with Johnny Gargano, this match was special. This match was something that you're like, am I seeing this? Is this really happening? Yeah. In you know, person. We again, we were there, but I'll shut up because you bring this match up often, and I think you, um, you know, you have a lot to say. So let's hear it. This is number two yeah. on the list from uh, Cage Match. This is top five WWE matches of all time. This is yeah. number two. Uh, let's hear it, Keithy. Yeah, no, it was the, uh, the Andrade Gargano. I, like, you just kind of said it was, like, one of those that, like, being there, I just remember watching just being like, this is going to be a thing. Like, this is going to be a match that, like, they'll talk about. Like, yeah, you know, like, I'm sure it's the same way for, you know, Japanese wrestling fans who were there for, like, Omega Okada, one, two, and three, and four, and whatever, and you know, all those big ones, people that were at, 
you know, Money in the Bank, John Cena, CM Punk, and everything, like just being like, this is going to be, this is a big thing. This is a big match people are going to talk about for a while, and I'm here to see it live, and that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and this is where, I, like, Andrade, like, became Andrade. Like, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like, this is where he started his impressive uh, reign in NXT. It was short-lived, yeah. but go ahead, Keith. No, this is when he had Zelina and everything, too, oh, as his yes. manager. I'm pretty sure she hits a Hurricane Rana on Johnny off the apron at one point when the ref's not looking. Um, like, she gets involved with it. Uh, yeah. There's just some crazy shit. I mean, like, the thumbnail for it is Andrade doing a friggin' moonsault off the apron onto Gargano, who's moving away. So Andrade's about to eat shit on the outside. Yeah. Um, you know, just a lot of just wild stuff. And I, I do remember, like, I remember watching it being there live and just being like this is crazy like this is a really good match oh my god and then yeah. obviously there was stuff after we were with champa and all um and then like re-watching it like watching the whole because i re i watched the the pay-per-view or whatever like a couple days after on the network because i you know when i got there, there i was yeah. there and i was i got in a little bit late so i missed like a good chunk and of you the, had a few the opening match yeah exactly, in the parking lot yeah a few golden monkeys in the parking <laughs> lot um Yep. But when I got in, uh, I think it was the opening match was like AOP and Undisputed Era for the tag titles. And it was like AOP thirds AOP. of the way through, give or take. So like I missed yeah. a good chunk of that. I was like, I want to see what that was like. So then I just watched the whole and thing. That and I was like, watching it again with the yeah. commentary was just that like, helps. bro, <laughs> it's just so much more dramatic. Um, yeah. It was amazing. It was so cool to like be part of that. So like I would have this on my list, but like. We were kind of talking about this before. Like, I would have this on my Number possibly two, top five. Not maybe not two, but I'd have it on my top five. But I think so much that is because like I was there and like I experienced it. And, you, know, you know that that was gonna bring that was what I was gonna bring up next. That I, I feel that way with Joe and Shinsuke. You know, at in Brooklyn, but I go back and watch it, and it's just I was hyped. I was hyped for the violinist that came out for the first time. But when I go back yeah. and watch it, I'm like. You know, it was just an okay match. I mean, the whole thing of, you know, Shinsuke winning, that was really cool. But mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't great. It wouldn't have been one of my top five matches. I mean, I always talk about it because, I don't know, I just, I, being oh, yeah. there and all that was really cool. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think despite, um, you know, it being one of NXT's, you know, best matches, I don't think it's on the list. Top five, it's, maybe top 10, maybe top 15 for me, but yeah. this is not a top five list for me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was great. Andrade had his coming out party. Uh, Vega looked great. And of course, mm -hmm. Johnny Gargano, beloved in Philadelphia. I mean, Johnny just that, over, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that, that alone um, is really cool. But top five, I don't know. I need to find out who these guys are. Maybe we'll have cage match on our podcast and just <laughs> talk about it. Cause I just, I don't know why. I mean, again, this would be on your top five, top 10. I, yeah. It'd probably be in my top five. And that's, and you, and you're thinking maybe that's, you know, you were there, you had fun, you were drinking. Right. You were Some of out. it is exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The same way I talk about that progress show that I went to, that was probably not that great. It just at the time it was like, oh man, live wrestling, yeah. small place, seeing these cool ass yep. people. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But it's interesting because like this one, it's funny too because like I know a lot of these, a lot of all the ones we talked about so far, obviously have like their own like star ratings and stuff. But like this was one of the first 
uh, WWE like five star matches. Meltzer gave it five stars in like a long wow. time that year. Yeah. So like even even the big boys thought like this was amazing and everything. And it 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 was. It was a really really good match. Like I don't want to talk shit on it, but like yeah, I just. I mean, we're about to get to number one in a second here, but like after that, we're going to talk about just like how many other like just like glaring omissions there are on this that like, yeah, you know, that these ones beat out in some way. And it's kind of like crazy. Yeah, I just pulled up TJR wrestling. I don't know if this this is reliable, but he did say this is a full five star by wrestling observers, uh, Dave Meltzer. And he said, if we take this rating at face value. Therefore, this match is better than Punk Cena at uh, Money in the Bank 2011, Cena Bryan at SummerSlam 2020 2013, Cena and Styles at 2017. So, yeah, omissions. Any I think Kurt Angle match. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle never got a five star match in WWE. Yeah. yeah. So, if there's an omission, I think it might be this match. Mm. Yes. In NXT history, this was a good match, you know. Absolutely. Being there live, that's really cool. But top five, where's that come on man clip? Come on, I need come, come on, man. man. Come on. <laughs> Let's get to number one. On. Yeah. We talked about them before. They are on the list at number three for takeover 36. It is Dragonoff going one-on-one -on -one with still Walter NXT UK. Yep. Keith, I'm gonna let you go because I have a lot to say about this. This is one of my favorite matches. Yeah. This should be on yeah. the list. It yeah. should not be number one, but it mm -hmm. should be on the list. Keith, take it away, brother. Yeah. No, you know, I don't want to steal too much from you. So I'm going to let you shine in a minute or two here. But yeah, that's. I... So again, like you said, I don't know that this one or even 36 should be like on top five, maybe yeah. beating out some other ones, but both are solid. I was so happy, though, that this is number one over. 36 is because this one I'd said before I didn't really watch NXT UK. Yeah. Um, I can honestly say that like outside of this match, I might've watched like one full episode of NXT UK. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was when British strong style won the, the NXT tag belts from yes. Undisputed Era for like a day. But outside of that, I never watched a full episode of it. And I, I remember watching this match and just being like, Oh my God. Like the fact that it happened during a pandemic too, like, yeah. There's so many matches I feel like we can talk about from that time that are just like, uh, like it suffered because it was the pandemic. Drew winning the title, like big WrestleMania yeah. moment to performance center people in the performance center. Like yeah. that sucks, you know, like it really took away from it. This, I feel like while a crowd would have been awesome for it, it's it was so much like it sounded so much more yeah. brutal without the crowd because, you know, Walter has his chops, man. Like literally, yeah. he does his chops, and like you, it just like they would literally echo in there. Yeah. Like he would nail Dragon off with one, and you would just hear it again, like two seconds later. And like the the stills yeah. that come out. I remember, I remember not. I I didn't watch it live when this when this match happened. Yeah, but I remember the. I, I remember to this day the picture someone on Twitter had posted of the one where it's he's got Dragon up in front of him and he comes around with like one of those in him and you it's like it, oh, it's yeah. like a there's a it's a full it's a big imprint in him yeah. like you can see Dragonov's skin like rippling up around it and it's already beat red and just yeah. like dude <laughs> like yes this is what I yep. want to see it's the uh, duh, go go yeah. for it. 
take take it over because yeah. goddamn. Yeah. You know, I talk about this a lot. Yes, the storyline grabs me. Yes, uh, if I had to do one or the other, I would probably go storyline just because of, you know, that's that's the kind of wrestling I love. But for this specific match, I mean, this was everything. I mean, from, you know, Nigel on commentary to the even the ref, like he just again, when you talk about no crowd and the ref it, he that ref needs to be a factor in the match because there's nothing it's it's yep. not crickets because this is such a good match and you're it's so intense but um that's important the ref is important the commentary is important every little aspect of a match when it comes to the pandemic era with nobody in there nobody in the studio um it's just that that is wrestling at its finest and oh shit i forgot about the match i mean this match wasn't just you know we talked about the takeover match and i really thought that was amazing but this Mm -hmm. this should be on the list i don't know number one or number two but the brutality i mean just everything about this match is my kind of wrestling yes again keith i love the storylines yeah i even enjoy the flips every now and then you know i i enjoy the 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 promos and the storytelling in the ring but and you know i might get some beef for this i don't think there was a lot of storytelling in the ring i think it was just more of brutality you know Mm-hmm. brute force of just i'm gonna f you up and that's it maybe that is the storyline so maybe i'm leaving that out but uh I, it, it just it just proves it proves to you that gunther walter back in the day is just the guy that's going to carry mm-hmm. us into the future yeah um it doesn't matter if he's going to be the ic champion for much longer or the universal you undisputed Rawls champion, whatever championship you want to give him. I think if we're going to look at anything and let's, I mean, do you have anything else before we get to uh, our opinions and other um, thoughts? I just, I I just think maybe I'm getting a little too far ahead of myself, but I think if we look at anything on this list or about this list, I mean, the guy is there. It's Walter. It's I think, I think that's a big takeaway on absolutely. my point of view from this list, but let's get to it. What do you got? He's a he's a believable world beater. He's yeah. like a Brock Lesnar, but he wants to he wants what? to and actively shows up there every week. Yeah. Like he comes in and you know, like I can you know, we talk about we've talked about in the past about oh like Roman's like title and reign and yeah. thing, and it's like, yeah, I can I can see, I can believably see. Yeah, Gunther beating Roman Reigns. Yes, I can. Yes, you know exactly. Yes, I can absolutely see him beating Seth Rollins. Any of your pick, yeah. name your top person. I can. I would. Oh my God! I want to see him and Brock Lesnar before Brock Lesnar like probably hangs it up pretty soon. Yeah. I need to see that. I want to see them just beat the absolute piss out of each other. And yeah. it would be. It would be. It would break the Meltzer scale. Yeah, it would be a ten star match. Oh, baby! Easily. Exactly. <laughs> he would just like he'd have yeah. a short and just die. Yeah. Um, you know, the guy can do no wrong, and I think it's I think it's important. Like, it's cool that this is number one on here. Again, I don't know that it should be number one necessarily. It's definitely top, really high up there for me. But like, yeah, it's so 
it's so cool that it's that in this world where like the flips and the everything are the big thing when it's like that helps matches like to stand out like yeah neither one of them ever go to the top rope i don't think through the whole match especially at this time because this is back when walter was you know pot calling the yeah. kettle black but he was like chubbier he was a bigger dude then. Was he wasn't big, like as, yeah. he wasn't like as fit as he is now yeah so he was just this powerhouse just like he didn't need to come off the top rope he's just like i'm gonna literally snap you in half when i chop you yeah and you know went from there amazing yeah absolutely amazing i think there was um something to be said too as much as you know you hear it back and forth every now and then with podcasters you know drew didn't have that moment i yeah, he did. You know, we could that. I think we're going, I'm going down a, a different path here. But what I'm trying to say is you don't need the crowd. I mean, look at what happened here. Mm-hmm. I mean, this got um, both over. I think this really helped uh, Walter. Um, you know, in recent memory, you know, Walter is just that, you know, what Gunther, the IC champion, no right. one, no one can mess with him no one can go one-on-one no one in my opinion can beat him legitimately and that's kind of how you felt with this one too and it it helped Dragunov um I just I just think I'm missing NXT UK I I know again I'm going down a different avenue here but um let's scratch that for another time another day Keith (laughs) top five let's maybe not your top five but what What uh what should have made what should make the list here? Yeah. And WWE uh only. Let's hear it. So I never remember which one was the the better like rated one, but at least one of those two oh, Undertaker yeah. Michaels matches from WrestleMania yep. 20, 25 and 26 or 26 and 27, 20, maybe it was. Was it back to back? I thought it, they were they definitely did back to back ones. Okay. Then it <clears> but was I wanna and I want to say it was 25, 26. I it might have been 26, 27 though. 25, and I feel like maybe the first one was 26. the one that everyone says is better. I think the 25 is what everyone says is better. Either way, whichever one it is. Yeah, both should be. One of those, at least one of those, should be on this list. Absolutely. Um, That's one of those other random, like, Meltzer ones where, like, Meltzer didn't give that five stars. And, no, like, everyone and their mother is just like, how? How yeah. did he not? With, like... Because again, yeah. from you're looking at like granted, they were getting they were both getting a little bit more on in their years at that point, but like you're looking at two of like the greatest to step in the ring from our like childhood with stuff that could still go. Yeah. So like ring work already is great because it's Shawn Michaels and it's the Undertaker. And then just the story with it, you know. Yeah. This is one of I'm pretty sure it's the first one is where the one comes of like takers like laying on Michaels, just like <sighs> Oh yeah! After he yeah. kicks out, it like he kicks out yeah. like again. It's like two. It's like a, it's like the third, second or third tombstone that Michaels takes, and he gets out again. Yeah. And then Michaels like it's like crawling up him to stand up to be like, "Let's go!" And does the to you know like exactly oh, it, yeah it, like I don't I don't know how that wasn't part yeah. of this. Um, that was the main one that stuck out in my head. I mentioned um, Steamboat uh, Macho Man from WrestleMania three earlier. I yeah. honestly I watched that match like a year or two ago and like it's good but i'm like eh, yeah. maybe just maybe just because it's like from the 80s the time, and like we live yeah. in a different time now but it's like it's i can i can definitely see in the 80s being like what the hell but like well that's how i feel you know, yeah. modern glasses it's kind of like yeah okay it's pretty that's pretty solid a pretty good match yeah that's that's how i feel with the ramoon and michael's ladder match i mean yeah it yeah. was big but it's like uh Okay, but yeah. it should be ladder matches. 
old ladder matches yeah. are always going to be like tough because like we got to live through we've had TLCs and stuff now and like you know, yeah it's like I mean what a- jokes with it then um what other matches i mean there's no we don't I, have a list here but just run it down yeah. if, you, if it like pops out like uh you know maybe rumble 92 i mean that's not a great match maybe everyone that's points a great to moment the, yeah. yeah um i mean you got a lot of cactus I, jack you got a lot of Jericho yeah i and think benoit well, look, look, and angle look, we're kinda, we were kind of saying earlier like i think the tough part of it is like for me, it's like there's there's such a difference between like, oh, this is a this is like a greatest of all time match for me because of like how they work in the ring. Yeah, you were there I. or something. Dragon, yeah. I.e. Walter Dragonoff at the NXT UK one. There's not like a ton of story being told there, but like the work in ring is like, holy hell, I want to watch this. Yeah, forever. it's like amazing. You know, where on the other hand, like I I love to the point of like I wanted to like start a sleeve on my arm. I love uh, Undertaker Mankind Hell in a Cell. Like I want to have Taker throwing him off the cell to like start a sleeve up here. That's like, dope. I love yeah. that match, and he they got to take him out, and then he he pushes off, and he's got the deranged look, and he's coming back down, and yeah. like just oh my god, work rate wise, it's no. not great at all. Mick Foley, no. I mean, mankind is he's never been like the best work in the world. He's really good, but like he's a bigger yeah. dude, so he can't move around as much. Taker had a friggin' broken foot during it so like he can't really do a whole lot it's kind of yeah. like plotting at points but just like they freaking start the match on top of the cell like it's yeah. amazing it's a freaking spectacle to watch like yeah i mean that's... that is absolutely up there in mine like that is absolutely in the top five for me even though it's by no means like a clinic of a match or like anything no. to learn it's just it's psych- yeah. it's psychotic it's psychotic for the sake of psychotic yeah and it's kind of like yeah what i brought up with the gunther and Dragonoff number one match i mean it's just mm-hmm. a commentary i mean come on i mean that lives on you know jr's commentary in that match i mean dory coming out i mean just the, everything yeah. he just it's is it really reality that's you mm-hmm. know that's that's where wrestling and entertainment hit you know that line and that's exactly that was on the line or maybe a little yeah. bit over um michael's angle wrestlemania 21 yep. i mean you got yep. and there's just a tons and tons of matches i don't think we've ever yeah. discussed this but if i'm putting you on the spot yeah tell me now what is your number one match again it doesn't have to have five stars i mean you discussed it maybe yeah. you've already said it with uh the match with uh my mankind mcfoley and taker that's uh, but what's what's your number one match of all time what can you put on over and over and over again maybe you know maybe not every wrestling fan likes that match but it's your match and you yeah. watch it at least once a year i would i would probably say the that mankind undertaker hell in a cell i love it um I love, I just, I love, I love it. I love yeah. it to death. Everything about it. Even from, like you just said, like from the, everything that goes on down, even to the commentary, there's everyone and their mother to this day in modern wrestling. When there's oh a big God. spot, there's my God, by God, he's been broken in half. They use yeah. it in, they use it in like college football. Stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's surpassed even wrestling. It's pop culture. And not even just, not even just that amazing call by JR. There's such an underrated line. I'm pretty sure it's when he goes through the cell from the taker power bomb. I think it is. He goes through the cell top and hits the ring. And it's so quick. The Lawler just goes, that's it. He's dead <laughs> before JR says something else. And it keeps going. But Lawler yeah. just without the heat, without missing, he just goes, that's it. He's dead. Like 
it was so that is absolutely my top match like i just talked myself back into it there's a lot of other ones um you know i would i want to hear yours also but just going back thinking of like other emissions um just for like the sake of like inclusion i absolutely feel like um sasha banks bianca belair from 33 32 somewhere in there somewhere in that region 35 maybe it was that absolutely could have been over some of them i would take that over a john cena cm punk no offense to either one but that match was incredible and for the historicness of it being like you know the first yeah. two like black women like having a, a main event on a, a night of oh WrestleMania. like just that alone yeah that part of it and then just how great the match was she does the gorilla press up the steps and throws her in the friggin yeah. hair whip that you like see the welt across sasha's stomach like immediately like holy shit yeah but yours your Something. top regardless of ratings yeah. and everyone else yeah yep keith wrestlemania 24 i'm sorry yeah. I love you. Ric Flair going one-on-one oh, yeah. one with uh, Shawn Michaels. And, yeah, it's cliche maybe to a lot of people to have two of the best, you know, wrestlers of all time in a match and it being your number one match. But I just – everything about it, man, the the Flair entrance, you know, the storyline, yeah. uh, both of my favorite – you know, JR there, I think they asked him to come in. I don't know if that was – for this match, but he was there. Um, it's just everything. The, it being WrestleMania, you know, it being Ric Flair's last match, you know, right. like just the storyline alone and, you know, st- you know, tuning up the band and even the camera work was just something special. I mean, yeah. showing, I don't even know if that was planned. I don't know if that was in the script, but, you know, give that cameraman, uh, a raise there, buddy. Raise. Just showing, just showing a distraught, you know, old man, old yeller, Ric Flair on his knees, trying oh, yeah. his hardest to get up. Just that's oh, it. Man. He does the goosebumps, you know? Yeah, that's another that, one. Absolutely, should be on the list. Absolutely. absolutely. Again, I would, I would put that over Cena Punk. Yeah. Uh, and I think maybe it's not on the list just because it's so cliche. It's so like, well. Of course, that should be on the list. It's Shawn Michaels and uh, Ric Flair at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, I think one more match, and I don't know if it's just because I, I don't think it's because I was there, but you gotta go SummerSlam 2016. AJ Styles going one on one with John Cena. It's yeah. just just phenomenal. I mean, no, that was a you, big one you don't really think. Cena can do it. You don't really think Cena has the get up go power to go one on one with the phenomenal one. But I mean, after 2016, after that match, you know, I know why Cole calls him the greatest of all time. I don't yeah. agree with it, but I think there's a reason why he's, you know, one or two on Mount Rushmore. Um, well, in that, one, Any- that one was very much that one was very much to like the the golden boys of like TNA and WWE, like the competition at that yeah, time that's which is point. which with you bringing that up but just like jog my memory another one again not at all from the in-ring aspect of it but another one that could be in the talk for like getting toward top five maybe top 10 fucking yeah rock hogan wrestlemania 18 oh my you god know, the, the icon How of old, I, the icon of yeah. new like the story that was another one where they that was that's like that's like that's like something you show wrestlers to be like this is how you listen to and read and adapt to a crowd 
Yeah. Because as the match went on, everyone and their mother started cheering Hogan. So then Rock's like, cool, I'm going heel now. Fuck you. Let's go. I'm going to smack you. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to make my, I'm, I'm going to go heel here. And then they still have yeah. the handshake at the end. Like, good Lord, man. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, and it was, I mean, not to the same necessary, like, hype or level or whatever it is that Rock Hogan yeah. was. But, like, Cena Styles was, like, the same kind of idea. Styles was the TNA guy for the most part, like, leading up to it. Like, everyone until, I mean, nowadays it might be a little bit different. But at that time, if you said AJ Styles, you'd be like, oh, yeah, the guy that was in TNA for a while, X Division, da 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 And Cena obviously was WWE and yeah. whatever else he was doing. And then, um, yeah, to have them go at it. And now they're going to be teaming with each other here very soon. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot Full of circle. good modern modern matches too that you know we what is this? We're almost 40 minutes into it, and me and Keith said, <laughs> you know, let's do 20 minutes and we'll be done. But uh there's a lot of modern matches you can discuss too. I mean, from just last year to this year with Gunther and I mean Cody, we could talk about Cody and Seth, and you know, there's just a lot of lot of matches here, but we're not gonna get into it. Um, this was a lot of fun going back down memory lane, talking about um, greatest matches is greatest matches of uh, in WWE history. I agree with a lot of them. I don't agree with all of them. But Keith, let's take it home, baby. Where can the people mm-hmm. find you? I'm on Twitter at Keith of the Ring, Instagram at underscore Keith of the Ring, and on TikTok at Keith of the Ring. Even though I haven't been doing much there, I'm trying to get it back. I'm just, uh, finishing up some school, so like don't have a lot of time. Like, I'm writing a paper, but I'm getting there. We'll get back on there soon. Yep. Yes, sir. And you can find us right here on the Fanatics Network, the TFN, the FN Network, and of course, UW Pod on Twitter and at the UW Podcast on Instagram. We'll see you next time right here on the UW Pod. Peace.